For the record, with Dan Gordon and Maya Billick on FBI Radio. would like to acknowledge that right now we're broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. A little over a fortnight ago we very bittersweetly said goodbye to one of, if not, I would say one of the most defining groups of the last 20 or so years, Daft Punk. Massive, massive game changes in not just the dance world, not just the electronic world, but generally music as a whole. I think in that, even that itself is an understatement. One of the biggest groups to ever kind of grace the world stage. Absolutely, a group that has inspired so many and has been inspired by so many iconic artists and acts. We are, of course, here on For The Record going through Discovery by Daft Punk. And a big shout out to Adam in Newtown, who's very excited. Cannot believe we haven't done this record yet. And also to T, who texted in a photo of their Daft Punk ankle tat from about 10 years ago that they got done drunk in a mate's backyard. Keep your texts flowing in. We want to hear all of your Daft Punk memories, everything that you have to do with this record. We want to hear it, so send in those texts now. But we're talking about the record. Oh, where do you where do you even start with an album like this? I know, uh, exactly. This is a huge landmark record. It's probably one of in in the top ten like classic dance records of all time, and rightfully so. They'd changed their own sound, changed the game, and by they I mean Guy Manuel, Onam de Cristo, and Thomas Bangalter. They left the Chicago house sound of their debut and instead took to nostalgia, the turn of the century, uh, inspired by space and new beginnings, disco, funk, everything is coming into Discovery. That's it. Soul influence in there as well. They kind of cleaned up their entire sound and really started an empire. I think that they, they truly, truly are one of the mammoth mammoth groups in music of course this album is about an hour long 
So we're gonna try and we're gonna play play it all for you. Hopefully, we're gonna be <laughs> fading down at parts to obviously have a little bit of a chat, but we don't want to take too much away from the absolute amazingness that is Discovery by Daft Punk. Yeah, we kicked it off with you know the one one more time. This one's Aerodynamic underneath us. Uh, one more time. Definitely the first Daft Punk song I ever heard watching the video clip on Rage Once Upon a Time, being absolutely in awe by the style of the video clip, uh, the anime animation, and that is pr- basically what Discovery is about, these whole new changing influences, which we're going to get into over the next hour, so tuck yourself in. I think just quickly, because we're about to go into Digital Love in a second, one of my favourite things about Daft Punk is how they're seemingly able to toe the line between being a tiny bit cheesy but being absolutely genuine at the same time, and I think they nail that combination. Any other artist that would try and do a track like Digital Love I think would fall flat on their face and it would come off sounding extremely lame, but they absolutely nail it. We're going to jump into the last little bits of Aerodynamic. You're on For The Record. And it goes without saying, Daft Punk would be, wouldn't be half the success they are if not for the... Uh, black dance music that they are so heavily inspired from and we want to acknowledge that that house music in particular is born from black trans liberation and it's definitely not something to forget you're on for the record here on fbi we're about to creep into digital love Thank you. 
three absolutely heavy hitters all in a row there on an album full of huge tracks up the top we heard digital love harder better faster stronger up in after that one and then one of the one of the huge huge bangers of the record crescendo's right there we're talking about daft punk this week on for the record listening to the whole of discovery and man oh man is it a pleasure to be doing so Crescendo's my absolute favorite track. Shout out to Josh, who's also listening and enjoying that one. We're in the breezy sounds of night vision right here, but I also want to give a quick shout out to Roz and Seatown, who said the Around the World video got them hooked on music videos forever when they were 10 years old. And also to Tal from Petersham, who spent a few years ago who a few years ago spent three weeks uh, force-feeding their six-year-old the music and videos of Interstellar and is enjoying the show so far. Big shout-out if you're listening. Text in on 0409 945 945. Any Daft Punk memories you have. They sadly announced their definite hiatus and breakup, so we're revisiting Discovery today. And I think what most people don't realise about Discovery is how much... It is very, like, soul, funky disco, but how much uh, the songs on this record are really sampled old classic disco funk tracks. Like, if you go sample hunting, for example, um, One More Time features a sample of More Spell On You by Eddie Johns, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger is um, Cola Bottle Baby by Edwin Birdsong, which is a banger in itself. Um, Sister Sledge's Il Maquillage Lady on Aerodynamic and so, so, so many more um, that'll take us years to list. But I think the beauty in Daft Punk is they're able to take these samples, treat them with care, just tweak them a touch and ramp them up with a little bit of new energy. Yeah, and it, I think it's almost effortless. They, they're, they're laced in with, you know, robotic finger finger touches um, but with a heartbeat. And I think that's the that's the key to what makes Daft Punk tick is the intertwining of those two worlds, obviously robotic and human. And they nail it every single time. Like this album feels like it's from another planet, but it has so much heart to it. Yeah, it feels both very old and new at the same time. Like just hits the right amount of level of nostalgia that you're exactly right. It does feel out of this world and no doubt at the time it did feel like that. But the fact that it's able to pay tribute to a lot of its influences with care again and breathe new life to them, amazing. Oh, I Legendary. Can't even, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have been listening to this in 2000. I was six years old at the time. So to, to be listening to this kind of music back then must have been absolutely mind-blowing. And there's not very often that you get records like this where it's just banger after banger after banger there's no filler Mm. you can literally play it top to bottom um, and there's this incredible sense of as soon as you press play you just dive head first into it Mm. I also want to want to quickly shout out we've been referencing that there's you know obviously house references on this album trance references pop um, but one specific one that we haven't kind of really mentioned is hip-hop and i think that there's so much yeah, hip-hop true. influence on this that kind of doesn't really get talked about a little bit but it's so kind of pivotal to the makeup that is this album's kind of dna well even like the sample digging right like that's 
a very straight up uh, hip hop direct influence. Yeah, definitely. And even all the all the little breaks on Crescendo's super influenced by by hip hop and I think that the fact that they're able to kind of navigate all of these worlds so seamlessly and make it sound fresh, new, interesting and like I said before out of this world is kind of amazing, especially for, you know, in 2000. Totally. Now if you're just listening in not sure what's going on, why we're playing Daft Punk in full. <laughs> You're on For The Record here on FBI Radio with me, my Billick and Dan Gordon. It's a weekly album show. We're playing a full record top to bottom and this week it's Discovery by Daft Punk. Last little dance and celebration uh, as the band have recently announced their breakup. Text in your favourite or ones that stand out the most Daft Punk memories on 0409 945 945. We're going to speak to the duo's legacy right after these next few tracks. We're going to let superheroes dip out before we get into high life. You're on FBI.
from High Life. We went into another second favourite of my own, Something About Us. And this one right there, Voyager. We're about to dip into Virutus Quo. My name is Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. You're listening to For the Record here on FBI. And we're going to walk through the huge musical legacy that Daft Punk leave behind. No more apparent than in the f- their masks. You know, uh, they're definitely one of the first groups to ever want to shy away from this idea of fame and very much contentiously spoke at length about how they weren't interested in stardom and they wanted to be known solely for their music versus as personalities. And that's why their masks came in. It was a, an art piece, a statement. And I think that just goes to show one of the very many, many different ways that Daft Punk were a creative force, head of the curve, um, leave a huge legacy that inspires so many artists locally and abroad. Yeah, I think in, in one of the most fantastic things about Discovery is how fresh it sounds today. I, I think personally that all the best albums don't age, they evolve and they kind of, you know, continue to sound different each time you listen to it and different in the context of when you're listening to it. And I, I think that Discovery is definitely one of those records that you can put on and even, you know, with all the mishmash of genres that are relevant and popular and popping off today, I think if it was released today, it would still be a huge success. And that's a massive, massive testament to them as musicians and performers. I mean, I think it's interesting you say that because I do know that when this record first came out, there were a few naysayers who were like, Daft Punk have sold out, I don't get it. They were making good house music and this is like cheesy dance, electronic pop-esque tracks that they put out. But, I mean, they definitely had the last laugh. Oh, I mean, true visionaries, if there ever were, you know, like people that are light years ahead of everyone else and thinking on a completely different plane. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing. And, and to me, it's, it's, it's an album that I think, you know, we'll be talking about in 20 years about how it still sounds so good. Totally. And the fact that like, precisely that it holds up today because it did sound ahead of its time big shout out to someone on the text line who just said the best songs don't age they evolve we're here for that just said it and you know i'm glad that great minds think alike um and also to the person who texted in photos of all of their daft punk records and how they were gonna go see their show when they were here for the world tour in australia but like many of us like myself even you just weren't 18 and you missed out. Oh, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to be at that show. I was definitely far too young. But man, looking back, I, I was, I've been for the past, you know, 10, 15 years, well, not 15, but 10 years praying that they would do another show in Australia and never happens. Probably, sadly, never will. I mean, we can always knock on wood and pray that they do some kind of reunion tour 10, 20 years down the line. But... For me, I feel like they're just the kind of act that probably just will never do that. They've got all the money in the world. Why do they need to get the bag for, you know, one more show? So it's sad, but if you were at that 2007 show, I bet you had the time of your life. Well, I mean, I don't think it would be a stretch to say that that Alive tour 
would be a huge piece of inspiration for someone like Flume, his whole like... Oh, it's everything. But like his um, diamond cube that he would bring in those first initial shows with his first record and how precisely that Daft Punk have influenced so many local DJs, not only with what they would play, but how they would mix tracks, what tracks they would pull from. Their legacy is endearing. And on that, we want to give a shout out to Nikki from Phillip Bay, who says that they remember going to see Daft Punk headline at their first Australian show at the Apollo Music Festival out at a random scout camp venue, and that every tent was a different planetary theme, but that they can't remember the one for Daft Punk, only that when their set started, the lights glowed through the smoke screen and absolutely everyone went nuts. Mm. Why wouldn't I they? It would have been so amazing. What, what a truly, truly great band. It's been so so good to be able to take you through discovery today we're going to jump back into a little bit more of the record here you're on for the record an absolute classic in every sense of the word right here on for the record discovery by daft punk after Brutus quo we're going to get into short circuit and face to face keep texting in on 0409 945 945 your memories about daft punk we'll let this one roll
Daft Punk right here. Face to face and short circuit beforehand. It's time for us to get on out of here. Thanks for all your texts. Been such a pleasure reading out all the memories. Uh, everything related to Daft Punk. They truly are such a such a special group. Yeah, and so nice to really have a final celebration discovery with you. On that note, we're gonna get up on out of here and leave this one kind of ringing on for the last five or so minutes of the show. You can listen back to today's show wherever you get your podcast from. Just look up FBI Radio and For the Record will be there. We're also dropping... Last week, we revisited our very, very special chat with Adrian Lenka of Big Thief um, and her walking us through UFOF. We're going to drop a very special version of that chat, the full... Full thing you didn't hear on air. Director's cut. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, for the record, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can revisit today's show, that show, a whole bunch of past shows. Our Jewel Leap episodes popping off as well. You want to get in touch for the record at fbrradio.com is the spot to do so. Or you can follow us on Instagram for the record FM is the handle. Give Kiki Amber Bear on lunch a lot of love on 0409-945-945. She's got you covered until three o'clock. And then you've got Arvos. We'll see you guys soon. You're an FBI. It's been much too long. I feel it coming on. The feeling's getting strong. It's been much too long. I feel it coming on. The feeling's in my bones.